Welcome. You've joined the Hedonism Show with Carol and David, broadcasting live from the world's most iconic adult playground Hedonism 2 on Negril Beach in Jamaica. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Hedonism Show. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. We're Carol and David. Welcome to the Hedonism Show, broadcasting on location at Hedo 2 on the Grill Beach in Jamaica, airing on the last Friday of every month. Hedo 2 is the world's most iconic adult playground, an all-inclusive paradise where you can turn your fantasies into reality. And boy, have we turned some of our fantasies into reality. And remember, it's the sexiest place on earth where you can get wicked for a week and be as mild or as wild as you like. The Hedonism Show is all about the pursuit of pleasure. And as usual, we'll be talking about sex, sexuality, relationships, and all the ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. So, is a trip to Hedo 2 on your bucket list? Have you always wanted to hang out naked, but you're afraid that you're too shy to give it a try? What about exploring your sexual boundaries in a place where open-minded, consensual exploration and non-monogamy is encouraged? On today's show, you're going to hear firsthand from two very special newbie couples who had some of those same doubts and fears, but they decided to try it, and they loved it. They share their journeys into the unknown and recount how they handled their first days at the world's most iconic adult playground and how they've come back for more. More great fun, more great people, and a whole lot more great sex. But before we get into the show, let's just take a moment to introduce our top waterproof blanket because no one wants to sleep in the wet spot and squirt is hot until it's not and then I have to sleep in it. So if you're fed up with sleeping in the wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leakproof and it guarantees to keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets even if you're a huge squirter like my gorgeous wife Carol is. You just throw it down and get it on. Our top waterproof blanket will protect any play space from messy massage oils, silicone lubes, or any other sexy wetness. And the best thing is the easy cleanup. When you're done, just throw it in the washer and dryer and it'll come out looking like brand new. Available now in two sizes and three color combinations. Order yours from Amazon today. Search top waterproof blanket great sex starts now all right this is the hedonism show we are cal and david broadcasting live from hedo 2 on the grill beach in jamaica we have a very interesting show with you today we're going to be talking with summer and blake who we met here in october with young swingers week and we've been following their journey for the last couple of months and um today we're going to get into a little bit what they uh, experienced last time, their discussions since they've been here, and how it's been here, how it's been to be here for a whole week. So, welcome, Blake and Summer. Thank, Thank you for you. being here. Thank you for Good having to be us. Here, I know this is uh, the end of the week now. It's one of the last few weeks, and you have experienced a whole lot. I know there's been a lot of sleepless nights, oh, a yes. lot of partying, <laughs> and uh, thank you for taking the time to be here. Um, we've been having a lot of fun down on the beach and uh, partying with you guys too, and dancing and raving. <laughs> so, is there been one special moment that, off the top of your head, that you can remember as your favorite part so far? 
For me, I really love dressing up and showing off a little bit with the outfits and just putting myself out there because it's something you never get to do in real life. So you don't you don't go to Starbucks dressed up in this beautiful bikini that you're wearing here or those heels and a very revealing dress you were wearing the other no, night? No, no, I don't. I save that for here. Mm, that's good. So give us a little bit of the background and the backstory of how you guys got here. I know we met last October when it was Blake's birthday. 30th, us, 30th birthday. Tell us how you set that up. I wanted to plan for him the best dirty 30 I could think of. So, so it was your idea. It was my idea. Oh, Ooh, summer. <laughs> I never mentioned hedonism to her. <laughs> <laughs> we had kind of dabbled. We live in Florida. We kind of dabbled going to nude beaches and all of that. And then I looked up nude resorts and you know open resorts and this is what I found that was the closest and uh, we just kind of discussed it we we batted back and forth the idea of going to Sandals maybe buying a day pass and doing that instead but we just decided to jump right into it and and so so you booked the trip you got here and when you got here who did you meet you guys right <laughs> like the first day right, right off the bat Went into the water the first time, and there you were. Oh yeah, Just and it was right so it was, it was it was great meeting guys. Of course, we love talking to everybody, and we were there with young swingers, so we knew right away you guys would fit in. And I think we answered a couple questions. But they that weren't you had. they weren't here with young swingers. They were oh, here no. on their own. Yes, no, yeah. but there were plenty of young swingers. Oh yeah, yeah. We ended up showing up that Thursday in October, uh, Young Swingers Week. And within, you know, the first 30 minutes, I'm packing our bags and stuff and going out to the beach. Both of you approached us. Uh, we were kind of standoffish because, you know, this is our first time being in a resort like this. So hanging out in the water, y'all walked up to us and you gave us a complete rundown of the entire situation. Uh, that was our first time ever hearing about Young Swingers Week. Was it pretty accurate? It was incredibly accurate and you definitely made the trip significantly better. And how long after we chatted with you guys and introduced you to some people, did you fit into the group? Almost immediately. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, y'all drug us up to uh, to meet the Young Swingers hosts, uh, and yeah, it just took Met off from Marina there. And yeah, Marina and Kate, Kate Max, Max, and they were all so nice. Oh yeah, all so the naked news people. Tell was us, great. was that the best dirty thirty present you could have got in your life? I love my wife. <laughs> he says, I love That's, my life. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a trip for the books for sure. For sure. <laughs> So when you started connecting with the other young swingers, had you actually learned about the lifestyle or the swinging lifestyle prior to coming here? Yes. Um, do you want to explain that? Cause sure. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so we've been together for 10 years. Um, I took her virginity, and she didn't have very many sexual experiences before me. Uh, our sex is phenomenal, but she's been gifted, and uh, I like to spoil her. So I thought to myself, what better way than, you know, a, uh, a hot wife threesome? And she was kind of, eh, about it. I didn't put any pressure on her. I just kind of mentioned it to her one day. And then uh, a few months later, we were out in Las Vegas, feeling a little good. We had yeah. talked about it a few times, yeah. fantasize, all that. Had really good sex talking about it. Yeah. And then uh, we left a restaurant, and she said, you know, tonight might be a good night to try out what we talked about. I didn't ask her exactly what it was we talked about, but I kind of assumed with the vibe, that, you know, <laughs> what happens the, in Vegas, right? right? Yeah. So we walked into a, a casino and said you could literally point out anybody in here and more than likely it would be a sealed deal. And walking around, she points somebody out. And, and before I could even <laughs> stop him like, and say I was kidding or like I, he was gone. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. 
beelined it to the dude. I'm like, oh my gosh. I so would be like that too. I'd be so like you that picked too. a girl, but he approached her for the... No, a guy. No, oh, a guy. A guy. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yes. And so before I could stop, he was already talking to him at the bar. I'm like, over there, I'm all turning red. I'm getting flushed. Like, oh my gosh, what's he going to say? What's he going to say? And I'll let you take over from here. So I walked up to him. I was like, hey, how's it going, man? Uh, you know, my name's Blake. Uh, I hope you don't take this wrong. I'm, you know, 100% straight. But do you see that pretty blonde over there? And uh, I asked him, hey, you know, would you be interested in maybe having a good time? And he laughed. I said, I'm sorry if I offended you or anything like that. I didn't mean to. And he pulls out a card, and his card says, experienced male talent. <laughs> had his name on it. <laughs> you picked a good one. I did. Winner, winner, did. chicken dinner. Uh, <laughs> so, so you went back to the room. Continue the story. Yeah, we uh, we went to his hotel, uh, sat in the lobby for a little bit. She was wearing a really short dress. Me? Showing her gorgeous you? tits. I don't wear short dresses. Yeah, so uh, I got us some drinks while they were talking. We sat down in a booth. I sat on one side of her. He sat on the other. And uh, talk got a little bit more intimate. I picked up her thigh, uh, wrapped it around mine, and then he picked up her other one, and we just kind of tickled the insides of her thigh right there, and found out that she was ready to go back to the room. So. <laughs> cool. so that's a great story. So you started exploring a little bit more open sexuality early on in your relationship. Then you, Summer, decided, okay, I'm going to do something cool for Blake's 30th. You got here. You had a great time. You had a short trip here, right? I think it was, if I remember correctly, it was four days. Yes. Yeah, four days. Right? At the end of that trip, what type of conversation did you guys have together and how did you decide to come back again? We just love the freedom here. You, you will never experience the type of freedom in a normal everyday setting. You can be what you want, who you want, as free as you want and no one judges you. And that's what I wanted to come back and experience for a whole week instead of four days. Um, I definitely felt like I had to like, I, it's kind of addictive a little bit. Like you're like, ooh, I want more, I want more. And so that's why I wanted to come back. And we just, we get along so well. We have the best vacations. And it, this is, I know I don't like other vacations anymore. I just want to come here. <laughs> You've been Nothing spoiled compares. now. Yeah. Going down from here. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, so do, it's one of the things that I like about here is when you wake up in the morning, you don't have to get dressed if you don't want to. You could just walk out of your room. I know you like to be nude. You were telling me at home sometimes you like to walk around nude. I'm always naked. And yeah. here you just walk outside. Go down to the beach, go down to the pool, come up and get a coffee, whatever it is you want. Yes. And I love That's that. That's the kind of freedom but, that you like. Yes. But, and, and Summer is not a Miss Prissy Prude. She does have a huge Instagram following as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Very sexy. <laughs> yeah. That's Never uh, been called a prude in my life. That's, that's for sure. Well, you're very consistent with your personality. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so let's talk to the people that are here. You know, Hedonism 2 um, does have a big swinger component, but 50% of the people who come here don't play. And you guys, when you came in October, um, came very virgin, very green. How did you react when people came up to you and said hey I like you do you want to hook up and um, I, I guess at the time you guys weren't into or even now into full swap swinging or, or anything how do people deal with um, the issue of I am or I am not a swinger well I don't think we've ever really been directly approached like that 
Um, it's always just kind of float. The one time when we were here in October, we I like to show off, but with just us, and I like to have like same room sex and like enjoy. I enjoy watching people, enjoy being watched. So we went into the playroom with a couple of couples that were kind of the same way. They, the first time here and. We all were um, on those four couches doing our thing. And then this one couple came in and there was just a click right there. And we actually did end up swapping that night right there, but it was so, it was just in the flow of the moment. Um, It's not something that I could have planned before. One thing I've noticed is that you cannot have hardcore set rules. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't always go that way. It's such a fluid moment. It's such a fluid you know? moment. Thing. But you're always checking in with each other also. Absolutely. So yes. although things might change, you're always communicating, making sure, are you okay with this change? Is this okay with you? Or is, are you still feeling oh, it? Yeah. Yeah. You know each other's you know, facial expressions for sure. He can read me like a book. And I have a little bit harder time reading him because he's trying to read me all the time. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And, and the point, the, the, the basis of my question was, do you feel pressured by people here that you need to have sex with them if you no. don't want it? Absolutely not. No. no. Right. It's, it's on your terms, your um, <laughs> schedule. Like you said, you went to the playroom and it just felt right and it happened. Exactly. And they even asked, like, hey, can we touch you? It, was, it wasn't... Um Assu- there was nothing assumed, which I appreciated. Yeah, there was just, you know, Open right next to each other. There was no randomly just reaching over, or grabbing, or anything right. like that. And that, that respect is so important, and it makes yeah. the experience so much better. Yes. And, and consent is it, right? Mm. We talk about it on every show. We did it the other day when we were up here. The three basic rules are ask first, no means no, and if you don't get an enthusiastic yes, it's a no. Yes, I right? agree. And and like Carol said, respect is paramount. And I'm sure that um, that kind of memory, which was this organic, spectacular sexual uh, encounter that you had, is the memory that stays with you. You want it to be positive. You oh, want absolutely. to play on it. You want to replay it when whenever you're having uh, you know sex together. You might want to replay oh, yeah. it when you're planning on your next adventure or your next trip. That's what you want to have in your head. So that's why that respect and the way it came organically, like you said, yes, made it so much it's better. It's still one of my most favorite experiences oh, that we have. We talk about it all the time. You know, on the bus ride, the first time here uh, on our way we met a pretty cool group of people that were a little bit older um, so when we hopped on the bus we were kind of like alright is this what's to be expected we were fine with it because they were great people uh, they told us something that kind of stuck with us which was at hedonism people don't have any barriers and you'll see them in their purest form and you're probably going to end up making friends that you're going to have for the rest of your life and uh, that couple that we ended up uh, playing with that first time around. That's definitely... They've come to visit us. Yeah, we plan out significant to go to California. So it's... They're definitely... Her and I text every day. We're best friends now. It's And she actually came back with us. He was unable to because he's stationed somewhere else. But um, she was able to come back and have yeah. fun with us. Wow. Cool. That is a great, great, great story. It's so cool watching you guys evolve and make friends and really embrace your own sexuality, which you get to do at Hedonism by meeting and meeting those amazing people yes sure. absolutely so if you were to give some advice what two reasons or three if you have more would you uh, advise people about why you would want to come back on a, a trip like this whether it's to hedonism whether it's just with other young swingers but what makes it important that you don't want to give this up that you actually want to come back and enjoy it again the freedom and meeting awesome people uh there's no guards up here Really, you can just walk up to anybody. Hey, how are you doing? Where are you from? 
everybody's always got a story uh and the way that we've grown together in this kind of thing full swap wasn't you know a thing that i was actively seeking i just wanted to spoil her and she's just kind of blossomed into what it is she enjoys now <laughs> i think I think part of what I loved the most was the anticipation of coming out. We knew five months before that we were coming back and like, we're like, ooh, we would go out to dinner and lunch, everything. I'm like, I can't wait to be at Hedo so I could actually do this and like yeah. really go up and talk to a hot couple or whatever that was. That The anticipation, the buildup, like anything else was like half the fun. Um, and then just coming back and experiencing it and talking about, well, ooh, what are we going to try back home or what? So for people who are planning to come to a place like this, what would you suggest that the couple talk about together before they come to make sure that they are going to have that best experience? Is there something that you guys that really struck with you, how you planned, how you said, um, hey, these are the things that we want to do? Did you have some anticipations or expectations that, or fantasies you wanted to fulfill coming here? I'd have to say that absolute transparency with communication with each other is the key we had expectations. There wasn't any expectations, no, but we just kept an open mind. And we knew we'd have fun together, and that's all that that's all I was concerned about. But and don't, don't you have the discussion, all right, we're going back to Hito, uh, we're going to be in the, in the hot tub, what if somebody asks us to do this? How do you guys deal with the this if it's not something you discussed about in advance do you have a, a code word a special word or do you hold each other's hand like or do you just turn to them and say hey Blake you feel like doing that yes or no <laughs> we kind of only talk in the moment we definitely have hand gestures and we don't have a code word because I'll no. mess it up every time <laughs> we have we have I don't know she she's got a certain look uh-huh that'll uh That'll tell me how she's feeling about a certain action because I yeah, people do. Die. Yeah, yeah, she'll do that. Or and and do you guys talk about before you come here? Uh, and we're giving people advice who are planning or thinking about coming here. Do you say, ah, I have this fantasy and I want to get it fulfilled when I'm going to Hito? And you talk about it first. Yeah, I mean, we talked about like I enjoy um, having sex outside, like the the face, uh, the thrill of getting caught or being watched I really enjoy that so this time we did a little bit the first time but I was a little shy like didn't know if it was okay I, even though I saw other people doing it but this time we went out I call it the jungle it's right by the pool and everyone was at the pool partying mm -hmm. we out in the jungle and it was yeah, just yeah. him and I and it was so much fun we just did it and everyone would like come by and watch and that was one thing that we did talk about that we I made sure that she we she definitely did. wanted to do it and it was really cute seeing how exhilarating it was for her yeah there you go so you fulfilled the fantasy yes. that oh, yes. you had uh, I like thinking of something too something different that we haven't done yet I like to plan ahead and say hey when we're there let's do some, something like that mm -hmm. in the jungle or actually we're a big exhibitionist also and we like to be in the main center of the in the room and say okay let's go in there first let's go in there early and see who else is going to join so we actually do talk about fantasies like that and that actually while we're talking about them certainly is a turn on and we think about it because we can imagine it we've been here enough times that we know exactly how it's going to play out right <laughs> so we kind of use fantasy and storytelling to encourage our own and spice up our own sex when we're having live it live porn yeah yeah so that makes it <laughs> a lot of fun exactly. gotta love that. and then the visual stays with you so i'm sure that that jungle moment will stay with you when oh, you're yeah. home oh. you're going to remember the vacation by the oh we've uh, already having talked that. about it back in the room like, remember when that happened uh -huh. so so you know we're, we're here at hedonism 2 in uh, negril beach and we know that there are 
that not everybody here is swingers. Talk to the people that you, the people who aren't swingers here, but the amazing experience they're having as couples without playing with anybody else, without the sex. You know, for, for that, when I thought of hedonism at first, I thought it was just a constant orgy all over the place, but really it's just hanging out and if something happens, it happens. Um, but hasn't the music it, been amazing? Oh, oh the music. Oh. The, the DJs here are awesome. The music, the parties, the lights, the foam pit. All of that's so much fun. What the about, fire eating. The fire eating. Yes. What about the naked goat races? <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> she loved the naked goat races. I did. Naked twister and hula hoop competitions. The whole idea of coming here to, is to connect with other people. They're compatible people, but it's not necessary to have sex with everybody. No, not no. at all. Making the connection is the most important thing. Connection. We've talked to so many people, and we've like we've hooked up with one couple, and that's their whole trip. After seven days, you would think that you would hook up every day, or it'd be multiple people. But it's it's not like that at all. You can be selective. You you can if you want. I've seen it happen, and it looks like they're having a great time. That's just not for me. So, Summer, I'm going to before we end this segment I'm going to give you the last word and I want you to give some advice to other females out there who are thinking about doing something a little bit um, sideways in their relationship or with respect to their sexuality and they want to bring it up to their partner on I want to have a threesome I want to come on a great vacation but are afraid that their partner might not be open to it how would they bring something up to them because we know in relationships communication is everything and, and doing something like this is a hard discussion to tell you the truth I really he's always been so open and supportive I haven't had a difficult time expressing myself I know other people have I guess you have to know your partner you have to know you have to be open and talk that's a really tough question because I think I've had it really easy compared to most people He's brought, the, like he said, I was a virgin when I met him. I had no idea what s most sex was. He, We explored it all together. So we've grown up together in that, and I don't think it's been a difficult thing for me personally. And the important thing is really to make sure you do express your needs and your wants to your partner. Yes. And even if you're talking about it as if it's a fantasy that you might want to fulfill or uh, if you want to just try something different for a change. Um, but the important thing is basically to, to get it out and ask for that. Yes, and, exactly. and one of the things we say um, to either um, the females or the males out there who want to discuss something a little different in their relationship is just say, I read an article, I heard it on The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Um, That's a good one. You know, um, I saw it on the news. There's so much stuff on sexuality. Um, and just open it up. Don't have the discussion when you're having sex. Yeah. Have it in a very calm an open environment, open yes, environment. Yeah, where you feel comfortable, where you feel safe, where you feel, um, you know, you can actually share your expectations, etc. So you guys, it's been so amazing talking to you and following your journey. And I know your 30th birthday has come and gone, but you got plenty more ahead of you. Those birthdays are coming up. Oh, but I have a dirty 30 eventually. No, you <laughs> I won't say when. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you guys are just so amazing talking to each other. You have great communication. You are adventurous. You're trying new things, going new places and it's just so nice to see and so many people are going to benefit from hearing your story so thank you so much for sharing thank you for having me alright guys thanks so much for being here we are Carol and David broadcasting live from Hedonism 2 on the Grill Beach 
All right, before we get into our next segment, let's take a minute to talk about your cock and your balls, guys. How bad is it when your partner is giving you an amazing, sensual, erotic, wet blowjob and then all of a sudden stops because of a stray pube in their mouth? Been there, done that, right? Guys, come on, trim it, shave it, do something. I have been for years and just recently tried some of the great products from Manscaped.com that will ensure your cock and balls are always ready to be sucked and fucked. From the Lawnmower 2.0, which will take you from ouch to ah with its skin-safe technology. Yep, no more snag balls to their crop preserver, ball deodorant, and moisturizer. They know how to do men right. Go to manscaped.com now and get 20% off everything, a free travel bag and free shipping as well. Use promo code SEXYLIFESTYLE. You can also go to the sexylifestyle.com where you'll find the link and promo code as well. Your cock and balls will love you as much as Carol loves mine because great sex matters. All right. Uh, let's talk about one of our sponsors, our, one of our favorite places to go on the planet, and it is Hedonism 2 in Jamaica. And we're going to invite everyone to join us as we broadcast live from the world's most iconic adult playground, which I just said was Hedonism 2 in Negril, Jamaica, December 14th to 27th for the inaugural Hedo event, Repeat Offenders Reunion Days. As Hedo celebrates your loyalty with the lowest rates of the year, starting at $150 per person per night, whether you've been there three times or 15 times or you want to try it out for the very first time, this is the time to go and save a whole lot of money. Meet up with old friends or make lots of new friends. We're going to be there too. We will. And we're going to take a minute also to talk about Young Swingers Week, which is put on by Brett and his group. And we got a shout out to this whole group. And I got to tell you, we've been talking about this trip for the last couple of months. It is almost sold out. Brett and Young Swingers Week is taking over hedonism March 21st, 28th, 2020. And they're taking over all 280 rooms. And I was talking to Brett this morning and there are only 20 rooms left for the trip in March. Um, the group is all between 25 and 45. So go check out our website, thesexylifestyle.com, for more information about this and all the other events. All right, we're back. This is the Hedonism Show. We are Carol and David broadcasting live from Hedonism 2 on the Grill Beach in Jamaica. And we have found a very cool couple that we're going to talk to um, like we do on a regular basis. Some couples want to stay anonymous. So we have Jen and Eric with us once again. (laughs) And you know we love talking about love stories and we love when people get married here at Hedonism. You know, we talked to Chris and Danny last time. They got married during Young Swingers Week here in March. And this is another couple who have a wonderful story connected to Hedonism. So welcome to our, our show, Jen and Eric. Tell us a little bit about yourselves, and we want to get into the dirty, nitty-gritty of your beautiful story. Sure. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. So just tell us a little bit about where you're from and how you found hedonism. So we're from the Northeast, and uh, I had been coming here for photography-based trips and had been here about seven or eight times. So I kind of knew what hedonism was about and knew what to expect. And um, we came home, me and a friend came home on a Saturday. And uh, we were kicking ourselves saying, why did we leave Hedo? We're, we're back in the cold Northeast and you know we should be back in Jamaica. We should have stayed the weekend. And uh, we went to a bar to get a drink and my friend literally just bumped into a girl, tapped her on the shoulder and said, hey, you know my friend? And uh, 
that was it. We started talking. Didn't Barney do that on How I Met Your Mother? It was he stole he stole <laughs> the oh, line from How I Met Your Mother? And you know what? It worked. It worked. And, I mean, absolutely, pickup line works. And that was the first time you met Jen. Yeah, that's the first time we wow. met. And yeah. um, you know, she right off the bat, you know, what do you do? And I think she was a bit taken <laughs> taken aback. I take naked photos of of models for publication, and uh, you know, I spend a extended periods of time traveling with these models and exotic locations and we kind of started slow and uh what do you think it was about two years before we went to a nude beach um yeah i would say our first nude beach together was in france we were in saint-tropez oh saint-tropez beautiful now had you ever gone naked on a beach so i mean i've done the like late night skinny dip or you know like maybe topless at a beach maybe i think it was the dominican republic once but never full nude on a beach um and definitely not like if i had done it it was with girlfriends never with like uh, someone i was dating and were you not intrigued when you heard about um eric's job and what he did and was that not already encouraging you? <laughs> Intrigued is a nice word. Uh, yeah, no, I was surprised. I have a very sort of like, I call it like the everyday stability. I'm a mental health therapist and I do research um, that is industry sponsored. So, you know, I live a very kind of vanilla life, if you will. I mean, I think I've always liked to have fun, but I was never really like the party girl or someone who you catch like running around naked. Um, I definitely thought it was cool. I think, you know, what he does for work was interesting. And then he, when I saw his photos, it was really, I could see how talented he was. And I think he always knows something about everything somewhere in the world. So that's really, the conversation is really what drew me into him. And I think that's how we really connected. And what what made you feel comfortable going after, yeah, you were playing around with the girls, a couple of drinks, skinny dipping, to now being with your boyfriend on the beach naked with hundreds of other naked people. <laughs> uh, the rosé helped. <laughs> liquid courage. Yeah, yeah, liquid courage helped. No, you know what? I think one of my favorite things to do with him is travel and experience the rest of the world. And so it was just in the moment. We were in France. We had a picnic packed. We did all this work to find this nude beach and we had to hike along these rocks before we got there. And so it was really just about being in the moment. It was beautiful and it, it was really exciting. But isn't it, isn't it cool to be somewhere and there's hundreds of other people who are naked and nude and topless. We've been to Cap Dag in the south of France. Yes, and there's 15,000 there. naked people. And there's families. And there's the, the gay side of the beach. There's yep. a swinger part of the beach. And it goes on for miles and miles and miles. We were in Barcelona. The beach in the center of the city is, is clothing optional. Yes, you can absolutely. go naked there. Yeah. But I do want to share something. You probably don't know this, but I first went naked on the beach in Saint-Tropez when I was 15 years really? old. Yes. Look at that. <laughs> that is I don't think funny. I ever told you that story. No. Do you have pictures? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't have any pictures of you naked. Uh, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe we should take some because we have none. Thank you. So okay. that was a great positive experience for you. It was very positive, and I think, again, it was about the excitement and doing it together. And it you know, you were saying about the number of people, it really was so normal. You know, no one was really gawking at you. No one was staring at you. There were families there. So it didn't feel, um, you know, uncomfortable. It felt very natural and and normal. We always always joke that under our clothes, everybody's naked. 
Right. No. Right. <laughs> so, Eric, when you're doing photography, are you naked when you're there with the other girls? Absolutely not. Okay. So um, that is a professional line. And so although we joke about naked photography and sometimes we'll joke, oh, well, I was going to be the one naked, not you. What are you doing? <laughs> um, there is a very professional line. And even though we'll come here and we'll stay with the models and we'll be here for a week to two weeks creating content for publication, we may all go to the nude beach at night. We may all go to the nude beach during the day. But whenever I'm holding the camera in my hand, I'm clothed. Oh, um, that and that, that's, a, that's a professional line. It's an important distinction especially in the industry that we're in where there is a lot of questionable behavior and people getting into it for the wrong reasons um, we do everything we can to make the model herself feel as comfortable as possible and uh, we'll go do naked shots afterwards at the bar as a group but you know <laughs> while we're working the photographers and the assistants are closed so before we get back to your story I want to yeah. get back to your first experience Eric here at Hedo so most um, couples are in a couple they get naked together. I'm sure the first time you guys met, you eventually got naked, you fucked, you had great sex. But then you came here to Hito, and you weren't in the lifestyle, you weren't a swinger, and we'll talk to um, Jen in a second about her first experience here. But now you come to Hito, and there's these people who aren't only naked, but there's some of them who are swingers, and they're having sex in all different places. What, as a normal person person what did you think um, I was uh, initially shocked my first time coming here I was initially shocked at how comfortable and open everybody was um, it took all of maybe 48 hours for it to become normal um, where initially you walk in and you tap someone on the elbow and go oh, I, I, I think they're I think they're getting a blowjob over there look at that look uh-huh. to uh, actually openly walking past the person going hey what's up how's your day that's right um, while, they're, look, while they're having the blowjob yeah, <laughs> looking looking good keep up good work um, it took all of 48 hours for it to just become normal and to adjust to it and um, I think I spent a long time trying to convince Jen of you know that attitude like I, it's not a swinger resort I'm, we're not going there to like have these big orgies it's a, it's a judgment free zone where you're free to be yourself but you also accept everybody else around you and uh, it's such an amazing awesome experience and it was about two years ago that I convinced you to come for the first time right two trips no, three it, trips ago it was three trips ago yeah. but exactly a year ago exactly yeah August yeah so it was about two years ago I start talking to her about coming and we start planning on when she's going to come and so I'm going to extend my trip and, and she's going to come at the end of it and we're going to have a little vacation afterwards and finally relax and enjoy the resort and she's very nervous it's going to be all playmates it's going to be all I came in alone these... too let's, <laughs> let's cue that up I, came, I flew in by myself you had been here working for a week and so coming to Hito for the first time and alone as a single female I was like what am I getting myself into I was nervous the whole bus ride here and it was you know a couple months beforehand okay let's start dieting let's go hit the gym let's go tanning you know making sure you look your best self I kept telling her it's really not about that I think you're beautiful everyone else is going to think you're beautiful and just based on what I know and how many times I've been there you're probably going to be one of the top three most checked out girls here absolutely but you know what I say that about Carol too thank you well you gotta be careful what you promise because while we were here there was a movie being filmed and she shows up and the first person she sees in the lobby is Miss Universe Olivia Culpa and she just looked at me and said what the hell Uh, what's going on That's funny. And so, that was uh, quite the experience. Right. And, and, but it took you all of maybe an hour to get comfortable and for us to go to the nude beach. and. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd say so. My first time, you know, 
over the course of us dating, he had been here a bunch of times. And I was always at home and I was always working. And, you know, I knew he was coming for work, which is the majority of the reason I wasn't coming with him. Uh, but I would sit at home and, like, think in my mind, like, what could be going on there? I've heard all these stories. You look things up online. You know, you read all these things. So your mind kind of takes it and runs with it. So I definitely had a different perspective of what it was going to be. And then when I got here... I think I got here just before sunset, so I had the chance to have a drink or two. Uh There's a couple people left over from the event, a couple who happens to be in the lifestyle, um, and they were super nice and like really just about starting a conversation with you, and we were having drinks, and then the sunset, we had dinner, and it was time to go to the nude pool. And I just was like, it was just one of those moments, like everyone took off their clothes with ease, and I was like, I can't chicken out now, so just drop your clothes and jump in. So, but then once you were naked, it was fine. Especially in the nude pool, you can, Think down a little to get Absolutely. comfortable. And, and you were talking about people's perceptions or perspectives on hedonism. Yeah. And hedonism, like many of the other alternative lifestyle um, resorts mm-hmm. and cruises, what people don't know is all over 50% of the couples that come here don't swing. They don't play with other people. Right. They don't get involved with other people. They come here for that great erotic couples experience where they can push their boundaries and explore their sexuality and do things and wear costumes, outfits, that you can't wear at Starbucks in the morning. (laughs) This is true. And and, and you you can do and fuck and play all around the resort, but not necessarily with other people. You can go into the playroom where there's an orgy going on over here and mm-hmm. have great sex with Eric and it's almost like watching live porn, right? Sometimes yeah. at home you watch porn and you get turned on. Or just listen to the sounds of real sex, right. which is much better than the sounds right. on porn. Or, yeah. to me. <laughs> or, or, or you can go on the beach where with the moon is out there, put one of those floaty things on a chair and just fuck your partner on the beach, which you couldn't do at home because, you know... Fear of being arrested, exactly. fear of someone else coming and, and bothering you. And, right. I mean... We, it was definitely the first night we had sex on the beach and yeah not the drink no no we didn't a few sex sex on the the beaches may have lubricated the way to sex on the beach but then you know all the experiences here as a couple together that you know you just take it when you're ready and uh, you find that you're a lot more open and ready to things beforehand so a year ago you took off your clothes you jumped into the nude pool and continue your story and your journey what happened next so i mean yeah the first and then i think the rest of the first trip was really about us and we it was nice because he had been done with work and so we really just got to do our own thing and it was a lot different because i had always been at home and he had always been here so for us to be able to experience sort of being here as a couple i think was a lot different too for you than your experience of being here with other people yeah so we kind of just ran with it and had fun you know whether it was like the playroom or the grotto the beach i mean i don't think we spent much time in our room i don't think you really spend much time in your no, room here no. at all anyway sleeping sleeping yeah even sleeping we <laughs> on the hammock like it, it's just you want to be outside and i think it also what took me aback was the confidence of the people here but not just the, their personal confidence but their confidence in their partner there's something about the relationships here where you see people just like touching each other or just being really attentive to their partner and I think that's what took me aback the most was just like these people are really in love like this isn't people arguing it's not people getting jealous it's not people doing all sorts of different things like it really people seemed so connected and genuinely interested to get to know other people so that's my biggest takeaway very very well put and we're going to get back to 
how non-swingers have a great time at Hedonism here in mm. Negril in a second, but you guys have an amazing story on how Eric proposed to you. Yes. Well, we got to go back to the first trip <laughs> that we came here together because, yeah. uh, you know, I had had both of us had had several long-term relationships that just kind of didn't go anywhere and you kind of reach that point where you think eh, am I wasting my time or you know where's it going and so we went on a double date and we went down to Kingston to the Bob Marley Mansion Museum to do a tour and halfway through the tour you go into one of the rooms and you start talking about his songs and how they're represented in the artwork in the room and the tour guide asks you your favorite song and the group together sings the lyrics so they kind of go around the room and they get to my beautiful bride's be. <laughs> And they ask her, what's your song of choice? And she said, waiting in vain. <laughs> she looked right in my eyes and said it. And up until that point, I thought, we are very happy together. And it was at that moment that I realized, Which like. we were happy. I, I, I was agree. not unhappy. Uh, yes. It <laughs> wasn't, but it, it, it hit me with, oh, my God, what am I doing? I had absolutely loved this girl and endure her. What, what am I dragging my feet for? Like, I should have made this decision. I should be proposing now. And then began the planning. And so uh, we came home from that trip. So and I, that light bulb was really what initiated the it did, whole thing. It did. I have never felt pressure from anyone outside. This was pressure from me. And it was fear of losing, fear of waiting too long, fear of disappointing her. You know, she, she deserves this commitment. And so came home, started planning. And um, we were, came back in March for her birthday. And it was supposed to be a very casual little birthday. Let's just get away from everybody and all the hustle and bustle and just me and you on the beach and relax. And when we had been here in August, I was like, I was turning 30. So I thought this would be such a fun place to turn 30. You know, you could be naked. We could go snorkeling. We could do whatever we want. And so I'm an avid scuba diver and I've gotten her into scuba diving. Mm -hmm. And the dive staff here is amazing. Um, so worked with the dive staff to kind of arrange something. I had a couple GoPros hidden. Um, she was trying to figure out why you're bringing so many cameras with you on this dive. And well, you are a photographer. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and you are definitely a boy with lots of toys. Yes, and I made, this, I made the excuses up of, oh, filming for B footage, and uh, I just need you to hold this camera. And uh, So only the dive guide was in on this, and I had a, a shell made up that inside was written in gold letters, will you marry me? And I'm it, about to cry. <laughs> it got held up in customs. Uh, did not, you know, ordered it months ahead of time. Did not get here in time. So the day before, I snuck off onto the side beach and I wrote, will you marry me in the sand? And I took a Polaroid of it. Oh. And then I took five more Polaroids because what if this gets damaged? What if I lose it? What if, what? As I'm doing it, one of the guests at the hotel sees it, thinks I'm proposing on the spot. She burst out screaming in tears. Oh my God, congratulations. Meanwhile, she's down the beach <laughs> you know, with an earshot, but, you know, shh, don't, 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 say, don't say anything. So um, we were diving and, uh, you know, I found a nice little spot in the sand, came down, the dive guide, had a camera, I had the GoPro set up and uh, I reached down and uh, I get on my knee and I kind of motion for her to come back to me and Jen's gone. <laughs> she's swimming along, taking pictures of the fish. <laughs> she is a good hundred yards ahead of me and I'm, I'm trying to tap my tank and make some noise. She finally sees us and uh, she turns around. She kind of comes back to me thinking I'm what, showing you stuff Yeah, I mean, it's not abnormal for him to like pick stuff up and like call me over and show me. And I had gotten so excited because sometimes it takes me a long time to clear my ears. So I had gotten down and cleared my ears. So I was like, oh, I can swim now. So yeah. I just kind of took off. And I turned around, I saw him, I saw him kneeling in the sand and I thought something was wrong right. was my initial That's thing. Yeah. I was like, oh shoot, you're not supposed to be this far away from your dive buddy. So I swim back really quickly. And then 
I didn't notice, there's a video of it, but I didn't even notice until, because of the way your mask is, right. I couldn't really see that he was on one knee. <laughs> and so I didn't realize, and he just, the next thing I knew, he slipped me the Polaroid upside down, and I was like, what the heck is this? I just flipped it over, and I think the first thing I did was like grab my chest. I got, because you're underwater, you're breathing in air, you can't really like say anything, so just like bubbles and bubbles, and I'm like <laughs> looking at him like, what? And then he just pulled out the ring. Oh, wow. Underwater ring. Yep, absolutely. Wow. Now I had to tether to a piece of fishing line in my pocket. I had you know, backup ready to go, but um, yeah, I wanted to make sure that it actually happened underwater because traveling for us is is uh, so important and seeing the world. This place became very special to us. Hold um, up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hang on. I didn't get the point where you said yes. So I did, I did do... Um, Good point. I did do the head nodding um, because it's... We did kiss. We did take Do you cry? Regulars. Can you cry underwater? You can't like, really no. cry underwater. Because <laughs> um, I know I cried when he like proposed to me. And it was... I was so... I think also in shock and then you're under pressure so you think it's hard to cry. And... So the only thing I could think to do was like grab his head and I brought our foreheads together and I was like tapping foreheads, like the dolphin kiss, right? Like, so as soon as, you know, we did finish the dive because it had just started and you're down there for an hour. But as soon as we came up to the surface, I, I ripped my gear off my face. And I was like, yes, yes, I can actually oh, say yes now. Amazing. That is so cool. So it wow. was awesome. Wow. So we've, we've been here with uh, the Young Swingers group. Mm -hmm. uh, Brett puts on an amazing, amazing trip. Uh, Which they, you guys would fit right in. You would love <laughs> yeah. it. Love right. it. Love so it. we were here with them in March and I'm not going to get into the event. But mm -hmm. You can listen to our shows we did about Young Swingers here in March in our, in our archive tree. But one of the cool things that happened on that trip is the resort was taken over. There's 280 rooms here. Mm -hmm. And 110 of those rooms, 110 couples who came here had never experienced being naked on the beach, being in a lifestyle environment. And I'd say almost 100% of them by the end of the week would be able to tell exactly the same story as you guys, that you came here and the other people who were here made them feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And um, let's just get into a little bit about how you guys live within the hedonism community here while you're here, where there are swingers and there are kinksters and there are people into BDSM, but you guys don't swing and you don't play and there's no option because you guys are um, a couple. A monogamous couple. A monogamous couple. You want to keep it that way, but you still have a great time here. Yeah. Are there people like jumping on you, grabbing you, <laughs> you know, saying... Tearing your clothes sticking off? Sticking their <laughs> cock in your mouth? Never. I will say I, nothing ever inappropriate. Like I've never been touched or anything like that unwantedly I wouldn't say that I I will say I think it piques people's interest right like I think people get excited to hear that like maybe we don't swing and they're curious you know they want to ask you a lot of questions but more often than not I've had the most fascinating conversations with people about like what they're into or even what they do for work or outside of pedo like I really had real conversations with people who are just genuinely interested to get to know you. And isn't it cool how, like, Carol and I, we've been swingers for 12 years, mm -hmm. and there's lots of people who've been coming here for 15, 20 years, how they'll come up to you, start a conversation. I'm sure very early on in the conversation, you guys will say, you know, we don't swing. Mm -hmm. 
and they don't run away and go talk to someone else. They'll continue the conversation. They'll have dinner with you. It's not like you you don't fit into the community here, right? Right. No, yeah, definitely. I, w- I would say I don't think we've ever felt like we don't fit in. Not at all. Matter of fact, I think that's one of the unique things about here at Hedo. Maybe because clothing is optional and most people end up wearing less and less clothing. No one's posturing, showing off brand name clothes right. or brand name purses. No materialism. You leave your purse you know, in your room. And so really the only thing you have here is your personality. And, you know, if you're here as a swinger, I'm sure you've got the couples that you meet and you set up dates for later in the day. But how do you how do you feel the rest of your day? You actually have genuine conversations with people and you get to know people. And, uh, you know, if we had met some of these people at other, I don't know, other areas of our life, I'm not sure that we would have had the same conversations exactly. or had the same interest in them because, right. you know, you're looking out for your work or you're looking out for your hobby and, you know, you're trying to find connections. Here, you can have a connection on the most random thing and have enjoyable conversations. It is, uh, it's the people here and the attitude is what people come back for. And it's like that everywhere in the lifestyle. We always say, you can go to a six-star resort with the wrong people and have a horrible time and go pitch a couple of tents with the right people and have the most amazing time in the world. And Mm -hmm. Hito's one of those places where it's an amazing resort, amazing food, amazing alcohol, but 10 times the amazing people you'll find anywhere else. Yeah, and and I also say the safety, that um, although we have never felt um, forced or, you know, um, uncomfortable with other people, you know, approaching us, there is security everywhere. And and 24 hours a day, there's security kind of monitoring and in the distance that if there ever were a problem... Um, they're there in a you, flash. They're there in you a don't flash. don't worry about it. And, you know, I think if we were on a beach and a naked couple walked up to us and, you know, started fooling around next to us, we might feel fairly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but here in this environment, it's not like that. Right? Here, it's so it's normal. the respect. I mean, we <laughs> yeah. say this yeah. uh, utmost respect from everybody, respecting each other and respecting others at the resort. Absolutely. And that's what keeps everything uh, civil. And Eric, what you said before was like the nudity, the nakedness is the equaling factor. And that's why on the nude side, if you come in with clothes on, security will come over, and yeah. it's the only place in the world where they'll tell you, can you please take off your clothes? <laughs> yeah, yes. you guys right? take it off right now. <laughs> right? And it happens in the evening. You go from the disco, you're going over for midnight pizza, and some people are dressed to the nines, the girls with their heels and gorgeous dresses, yep. and security will come over and say, excuse, excuse me, me. <laughs> you got to take that off and get naked over here, because everybody is naked. Yeah. Right. And then there's the clothing optional of side, course. where if yeah. you don't want to get naked, you can. We always tell people, if you're... Don't wait to the last day to go to the nude side because most probably once you're there, you're going to say, shit, I should have done it earlier on. So go first, see what it's about, and then talk to your partner about it. So after you showed her the Polaroid and you guys kissed, hugged, did all your stuff, that was last March. Mm -hmm. What has happened since then? This is the first time you're back here again? So yeah, this is the first time since we're back since March. Do you have wedding plans? We don't have wedding, definite wedding plans. I think we're talking about ideas. Um, I'm finishing up a second master's degree and I'll be done with that in the spring. So I think our goal is to like be able to do something after that. It's going to be crazy wild. That's going to be a surprise <laughs> to you. Know, that's, that's, that's the problem is that the engagement happened here ourselves. and this is now our normal vacation. This is, you know, definitely the place we've been to the most times together. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And I think Jamaica is for me the most, the country it's, I visited the most it's now. now my most traveled to country yeah i I have i have to say i proposed to carol on the stage here in front of 300 people six years ago in march we celebrated in march in march and we actually had our honeymoon at another lifestyle resort because we do like to go all over the place 
but I don't know if I was going to give you guys suggestions I say for your honeymoon you go back you know to where you really began in Europe go to the beaches go enjoy Europe um, or where else Tahiti's amazing so yeah. I'm sure it'll have something to do it with diving. It has to be special, yeah. right? Yeah. We, we, we've, uh, you know, first off, diving has to be included at it somehow. And yeah. even though our families don't dive, so it'd be hard to have an underwater ceremony. <laughs> we have. Well, you so can we've get been, married and then yes. have a party we've been up to We've been up to yes. Port Douglas and the Great Barrier Reef, and it is spectacular up there. That Australia, cool. Yeah. We've, we've talked about doing something little private with just us and not telling anyone and then kind of including family yes. and friends and other I, things. I tried that, but Carol didn't quite agree because we have six <laughs> kids and all this stuff. So we ended he up started, having a normal... After he proposed to me here at Hito, he told everyone that we're going to get married in Mexico because that was our next destination. And in the plane on the way home, I said, you know, we're not getting married in Mexico, right? He says, we're not. I go, no, we do have six kids who probably want to see us get married. <laughs> oh. Oh, and actually, right. actually, our six kids were our bridal party. Yeah. Nice. So we ended up getting married in Montreal at Elisabeth's uh, gallery so it was a very erotic and beautiful gallery that she has cool. but that's where we got married in Montreal so we're open to we're open to suggestions if anybody has suggestions are they able <laughs> yeah. to leave comments send on the send us an email at askandcarolyndavid.com yeah maybe we'll Destiny start a survey and and exactly so, no I think my family would excommunicate us so, <laughs> if we got married and they weren't invited <laughs> so Jen just to close the show I have a question for you okay if you were to be talking to the ladies out there, the women out there, who might be considering doing something a little bit more risque, open-minded, and don't know if they should come to a place like hedonism or not. What would you tell them that they need to do to prepare and not to worry about? You know, I think it really is more about, you know, I did the whole, the waxing, the nails, this and that, and I think it's more about looking inward. I think... I have a tendency to be very insecure and I was very worried about being here and being naked and like what would people think about me and all these different things. And then once I got here, it made me realize it didn't matter what other people thought. I just wanted my partner and I to have a great time and have, you know, something that was really special for us. So I think it's about, you know, put your insecurities at the door and just be confident with who you are and come with an open mind to have a great time, you know. Don't come with expectations that something has to happen. Just come and experience it. And, and wow, one, that's one wonderful. Of, it is. And one of the things I got from our little discussion here is you never felt any pressure from Eric. No, He didn't push not. you into doing anything. You did it all at your own pace when you were comfortable doing it. Yeah, and I knew, I think it, for me, I also knew he had come and had so much fun and I really just wanted to be open to the experience and having fun and I really wanted to do it with him. So that's what made it really special. So now that you also combine your vacation and your work in the same place, right. uh, is that something that's a positive or a negative? Do you feel like you're working all the time? Ah, I feel man. like we're really separated out, though. It, but my work isn't really work. We say the same thing right. with it's, our radio it's show. It's art and it's pleasure. And um, what, I, what I love is that Jen allows me to combine the two and never complain you know please put your camera down or I thought today was about us okay. it's hey I gotta go do this real quick said, cool no problem do you want me to come and help or can I watch or hey I'm just gonna lay out on the beach come see me when you're done um, being able to kind of cross the line between the two when we travel when we do things allows us to have a lot more flexibility and a lot more fun in our relationship do you find when you're at Hito you have better sex than at home definitely more adventurous sex Probably just because we can have sex outside so many different places. <laughs> yeah. Daring each other to, well, what about this? Or, ooh, it's sunset. You know what that means. Um, yeah. I think we like to make a list now. 
what yeah, haven't but, we done? Yeah, but it's more about it's it's or just variety. It's it's different than what we do at home. I think we still have an amazing sex life at home. Um, and it's not about, we don't need to be on a beach for it to be wild and crazy. We can have wild, crazy sex in our bed at home. Mm-hmm. And we can have romantic, passionate sex in a swing dangling, you know, over the ocean with people walking by in the background. Mm, that's awesome. Um, you know, for us, I think it's just our connection that allows us to have an amazing, intimate life as opposed to needing our surroundings. Fantastic. Yeah. I think the one last thing I would add to that is we're so disconnected. You know, you put the phone down here. Don't bring the phone out with you. Like, it's not about taking pictures or, like, posting to social media. You're here, you're with your partner, and you're just, like, focused on each other. And I think that's the nice part. Absolutely. Absolutely fantastic. Jen and Eric, thank you so much for being here. Our pleasure. Thank you for having us. And thank you for sharing your personal details. And everyone will be, like, giving you ideas, I guess. We will have to send them over your way. Can't can't wait to see what what your listeners come up with. (laughs) And this time next year, we might be talking about what you did on your honeymoon (laughs) and where you actually got married. We are are Carol and David. This is the Hedonism Show live from Hedonism 2 on the Grill Beach in Jamaica. And we're all learning more and more every week with all our fantastic sexpert guests, and we hope you do too. Remember to visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, to find credible information about sex and sexuality. And also, if you want to find an open-minded online community where you can meet other sexy people and find other events that are happening near you, you can sign up on sdc.com. You can use promo code 30314 for the first month free. So check it out. And remember to join us at Hedonism to the ultimate clothing optional resort in Jamaica for the amazing repeat offenders reunion days December 14th to 27th when the rates are going to be as low as 149 per person per night and the sexiness is definitely going to be off the charts and we're going to be there too so for more information about this trip or anything else visit our website thesexylifestyle.com or send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com and we just want to remind you that our show is sponsored by our top waterproof blanket because nobody wants to sleep in the wet spot and squirt is hot until it's not so remember go to amazon and search top waterproof blanket all right we're done with another show join us again next time for another hour of the sexy lifestyle talking about sex sexuality and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy healthy and always horny stay sexy everyone until next time Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Hedonism Show. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever.